Welcome to Take 10 with Kathy Nimmer, a chance for you to meet the new hires joining TSC. We certainly hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome to the podcast. I'm very excited today to share with you somebody I've spoken with a few times and have really enjoyed. I think you will as well. Um, Everyone, welcome Logan Staples. Logan, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Would you start by telling people what you teach and where you teach? I start my mornings off over at Harrison teaching intro to construction. And then after third period, I roll on over to Battleground and teach seventh grade tech for the rest of the day. That is not a boring day. That is quite the kind of patchwork of a job there. Definitely keeps me on my toes. I got to got to plan out exactly how we're getting through both classes and keep everything straight on what's due here and when is that other thing due over there and, <laughs> and never your, a dull moment <laughs> and who's your principal and where's your classroom and <laughs> all yeah. that stuff, right? the and amount of times I've almost switched the names up between the two of them is <laughs> more than I care to admit oh that's cool so how did you get to this place? Uh, tell us a little of your teaching journey. You can start as far back as what first made you interested in in being a teacher and just work your way on up to here. Well, I mean, in high school and even back in elementary school, I was usually called on by the teacher to help other students while they were busy helping other students. And being that unofficial TA from a young age kind of spurred this uh, desire to help others. And as I got through high school, I realized I really liked all the engineering classes that I was doing, you know, project lead the way type stuff. And I thought that that was my calling. Like I need to go and design stuff all the time. But the more I got through high school, the more I realized that I was more suited towards working with people. You know, typically the mindset when you go into an engineering job is, you are working by yourself or you're working with numbers. And and for me, it seemed a little boring. Uh, not to say it's not an amazing job, but right. I, I would prefer interacting with a lot of people and, you know, having conversations and helping. And so I realized uh, during my first semester at Purdue, that there was a way to combine both of those. Cause I thought, you know, engineering was the path, but I realized I could just go and teach those same classes that I fell in love with in high school. And so ever since then, I was enrolled over at Purdue for ETTE and graduated this last spring. And well, here we are. And ETTE stands for? Don't quote me, but it's engineering technology teacher education or teaching yeah. education. They. Oh. I never remember which, but yeah. it's essentially how to teach tech from yeah. middle school on up through high school. Logan, your your explanation of that process is so cool to me because so you had this this spark because teachers relied on you because there was something about you that was naturally speaking of, you know, someone who could assist others. And then you had this engineering, you know, passion. And then you were able to blend those and and now here you are. When you're in front of either set of your kids, your construction kiddos at Harrison or your tech kiddos at the middle school, 
what's your teaching personality like? How, how, who is Mr. Staples? I think one of my middle schoolers described it perfectly the other day because she called me out on a typical thing that I do where uh, oftentimes I find with tech class, it is an equalizer, right? Like a lot of kids don't have background on tech before getting into it. Everyone's already made up their mind on whether they're good at math or they're good at English by the time they get to middle school, but nobody's taken tech class yet. And so some of them are excited for it and others are like, I can't operate my computer to save my life. This is going to be rough. And the way that I like to get them interested is usually with humor. I mean, I will pull out the cringiest dad jokes I can find. (laughs) I will use slang incorrectly, even though I know what it means. I love to just throw it out there. But I like to reel them in with humor and then get real for a minute and, you know, talk about what we're actually doing. And so she, my student calls me out and she's like, why do you always do that? And I was like, what? She's like, you always try and make me laugh. And then you get all serious about stuff and you try to make me learn. And I was like, well, <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of my go to move. And I mean, so far it seems to work. So I think we'll keep it going. Oh, that's great. You You can't find a truer truth than from a middle schooler. That is, that is awesome. That is awesome. Um, so when you look toward this very strange year, Logan, what kind of goals do you have? And I guess with that, I mean, for your students, um, uh, for yourself, um, whichever way you'd want to take it, it's, it's the strangest year ever. Um, so where do goals fall within that weird year? I, you said it. It's really weird this year. I mean, I had student teaching last year here in TSC over at Weah Ridge, and even that was a weird experience going from teaching full time in the school to abruptly and immediately switching to online. And right. I think this year has really just been a matter of there are no rules. We can try out some new things. We can, you know, play around with the order of units. We can extend a due date here, shorten one here. And the kids are kind of adapting to the idea of whatever you need time on, we're going to use it up because at this point, it's not a matter of, can we get through every unit exactly as the lesson plan says, but more so can we figure out the best way to ensure that the students are absorbing this knowledge and, and carrying it on into next year and even future years. So you've you've used the oddity of 2020 to in in some ways prioritize what what matters and and innovate at the same time is that right? Yeah, I'd agree. I mean, I think it's a matter of trying to figure out what makes the most sense to students, especially students who may not be in the classroom as often as they prefer. I mean, the amount of emails I've received this year saying Mr. Staples, I'm really sorry to say this, but I won't see you for two weeks. Bye. Right. Right. And making sure that I can include them still in the class, you know, workflow right. is really one of the more challenging parts. But I mean, that's why we get to kind of play around with the way things are delivered and, you know, the order mm-hmm. in which we go to ensure that we have the most interaction from people in class and out. That's awesome. 
wonderful mindset there. I love it. Like to uh, like to conclude these interviews by asking just a f- couple of favorites. Um, so, uh, what's your favorite? Um, let's see here. What's your favorite kind of music? I would say that my favorite kind of music uh, would be like hip hop. Uh, anything with like a funk jazz undertone to it. Uh, cool. You know, some Brent Fiaz, some Kendrick Lamar. You know, there's a lot of artists that have combined elements of past music with, you know, the wordplay that I'd love to listen to. I mean, the the ability to write such interesting poems um, mm-hmm. and not only that, but make them rhyme and fit on a beat is very impressive to me. So right. anybody who can rhyme a couple words together and throwing a couple double entendres i'm i'm cool with that i love it and how about your favorite color favorite color my cop-out answer is black and gold boiler up but uh i would say probably blue a nice like turquoise seafoam green blue combo yeah nice logan this has been fantastic i loved our conversation and i love that you are are with this district and in beginning um, what is what is to me absolutely going to be a fantastic um, career. Thanks so much for taking some time. Yeah, thanks for having me. I can't wait to see what the future holds. That's it for this episode of Take 10 with Kathy Nimmer. I hope you like what you heard. Remember, the true meaning in life is to plant trees under whose shade you do not expect to sit. Go plant those trees, and I'll see you again next week.